0: Now let's get and talk about autos, Tesla, GM. Garrett Nelson is here, equity analyst, CFRA Research. So glad you're with us here, Garrett, because uh, you're the pro. First, let's start with the darling of Tesla. Battery day is approaching. I know everybody's excited about that. Even Elon Musk has has sent out his excitement. Tell me about that.
1: Sure. Well, thanks for having me, Nicole. Uh, So Tesla's battery day will take place on Tuesday. Um, we're very bullish on what might be announced at, at the battery day uh, for one we think they'll they will come out come out with an announcement uh, regarding a million mile battery which we think will give them a significant leg up on the competition and there could also be some some other uh, announcements regarding future vehicles or growth plans um, at that day so um, it, it's one of the reasons why we, Raised the stock to a buy a couple years ago is because we thought um, there would be some buying in anticipation of of the battery day on Tuesday.
0: I think, first of all, I know you have a buy reading, and you sound very optimistic about what Tesla may bring forth. I mean, what do you think about with Tesla? You talk about trying to outpace the competition. Who, who are, which companies or brands are probably the biggest competitors at this point? And with this kind of battery that you just you know, alluded to, which one would they outpace?
1: Sure. Really, everyone else is playing catch up with Tesla. If you look back five years ago, they had about 14% market share in the US electric vehicle market. Last year, their market share had grown to 58%. So from 14% to 58%. So really, everyone is trying to catch up with Tesla. And we just think the competition really um, it, it is really far behind, especially when it comes to the price versus range proposition that we talk about so much at CFRA that we think is so important to potential electric vehicle buyers. There's really uh, nothing else that stacks up with the Tesla vehicle still. And so you, you see GM trying to play catch up. You see Ford try, trying to play catch up. The fact is both companies uh, have really struggled with their electric vehicle models for years now. Uh, many of the models have been discontinued because they just haven't sold very well. Now that is changing somewhat. Uh, Ford is their uh, Mustang Mach-E will be released later this year. We know that reservations have been very strong for that vehicle, but they still just really don't stack up to, you know, what what Tesla has in terms of technology and also the work that they're doing in, on, uh, in uh, autonomous driving.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to get a quick thought on some of those other names that you like. I know CarMax is in there, AutoZone is in there. I know everybody you know, moved out of the city, rushed to homes and they, everybody needs a second car. I mean, we rented one throughout the summer. Um, it wasn't cheap, but tell me about CarMax, AutoZone and some of the other names that you like.
1: Sure. So we like Carmax a lot, and that's because we're seeing a, a major shift in favor of used automobiles relative to new automobiles as a result of the pandemic. So you're seeing a lot of consumers buying uh, used, uh, cheaper used automobiles relative to new ones. Are these and all also, buy
0: ratings for you? Uh,
1: we have a buy on Carmax and a strong buy uh, both on O'Reilly Auto Parts and in AutoZone. So. Yeah, you know, we like those two companies for different reasons, but also the main reason is there's a major secular trend at, at work there in the fact that the average uh, car on the road in the U.S. is now at a record high age of 11.9 years old. And that is supporting demand for for auto parts.
0: Yeah. What are your thoughts on you mentioned uh, some of the other names, right? GM and Ford. GM obviously took a stake in Nikola. Just. Clearly, they did their due diligence before they invested billions of dollars, they said. And so um, at the same time, you have probes from authorities into Nikola. What, what are your thoughts on what's going on there?
1: So while we don't cover Nikola at the moment, um, yeah, we were a bit surprised by the valuation of GM's $2 billion investment for an 11, 11% stake in, in Nikola. Um, because it implied a valuation that was well above where the stock was trading at the time, so you know I think you know in our view it's it's a bit of a desperation move on GM's part uh, to make that investment and, and really looking to to uh, grow their electric vehicle exposure. The fact is the traditional automakers are very uh, uh, paranoid, uh, you know, about the impact of Tesla and disrupting their. So they
0: overpaid. Their- did GM overpay?
1: <clears throat> well, the implied valuation was well above where Nikola's stock was at the time, which is why, when it was announced, Nikola's stock was up—you know—was up so much. So, uh, on that basis, the market, uh, you know, the market was essentially saying that they overpaid. So, um, but mm. we'll see how that plays out. Nikola is a, is a startup. You know, they, they only have 250 employees, which is about one two hundredth of the number of employees okay. that Tesla has. So, you know, they definitely have their work cut out, especially with Tesla's semi truck uh, being introduced likely uh, late next year, sure. which, which will be a direct competitor yeah. to the product that they are planning on putting out.
0: Oh, I, lo- I love that you brought that up, too. That's a great point. Garrett, thanks for being on with us. Garrett Nelson. Equity Analyst, CFRA Research, he knows it all.
1: Thank you very, very much.